hey, the Ducks didn't allow 40 shots on goal. That's something, right? Right? Wait, what? They allowed another power play goal? They lost again. We'll talk about it on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Yeah, let's hit the music. Your Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome everyone to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, etc. Hit the bell on the YouTubes. It's fun. It's a good time. It's a good time if you're a goals fan. This is actually episode number two today. So we already had goals Thursday, and I wanted goals Thursday to be its own standalone. So late Thursday, this is it. You're getting another podcast today. How about that? We're talking about the game that I did not watch, and I'm glad I didn't watch that one live. At least I was able to temper my expectations a little bit and go back and watch and A, fast forward the commercials, B, fast forward some of the kind of inner breaks and just take the game at face value. Ooh, well, I will say there was some positives on this game some, I'm going to do what's a, called a compliment sandwich. The compliment sandwich here, I'm going to start just like Cliff's Notes. One good thing, they did not allow 40 plus shots on goal. Yes. Okay. 30's not bad. Tampa's the three-time defending Eastern champions. So we knew that they were going to come out swinging. We knew they were going to just go balls out on this game. We knew that. So the compliment. They did not allow 40 shots. That's good. Now for everything else in between. Penalty kill was bad. Power play was bad. Lines 2 through 4 were not good. Defense was invisible at times. And now the good. One good thing. At the end of the sandwich. The top line looked good once again. I think that top line was really the only good thing about that game. Aside from not allowing 40. Oh, wait. They allowed a power play goal again. The Ducks are now the second worst penalty killing team in the entire National Hockey League. You want to talk about bad. Ooh, that is bad. Let's talk about the game first. The Ducks did come out swinging on a nice little tip goal from the one and only... Trevor Zegris. Zegris with his fourth of the season. That was a pretty goal, too. Great puck movement by that top line once again. And nice little one-timer. I mean, it looked like it was just like right off the edge of the stick. But that was a sweet, sweet one-timer. Perfect pass from Kulikov. And Trevor Zegris just got it on the perfect side right on his stick and let it rip. That looked like a 150 mile per hour shot, but it was way less than that. It was like, it was only like 80 something, I think. But Zegris just tapped like, tapped it in hard. That was a fun one to watch. So that made it one nothing. And if I was watching this live, I would think, 
Wow, they're up one nothing. They're up early. They got the first goal of the game. This looks fantastic. But I knew it was going to happen. Sergachev scored. And then Nikita Kucherov scored again because he likes to score on the Anaheim Ducks. So those two goals happened within a minute and a half. Right away, it is 2-1 Tampa Bay going into the break. Oh, here we go again. Oh, and everybody's favorite player, Corey Perry. I guess he was out there during the power plays. And, you know, sure enough, Tampa did score a power play goal in the third. In the second period, Troy Terry had a gem of a goal. This might have been his best goal of the year. One of the, certainly the best individual effort of the season. And by that, I mean, he kind of took it upon himself to take the puck on his own, actually weave through the defense and work his way around to get a high quality shot. That is the aggressiveness that you would not have seen from Troy Vetchkin three years ago. That's the evolution of his game from 2019 to 2022. The aggressiveness, the puck control, the self-puck movement. All fantastic aspects of his game that I have liked seeing over the past three years. I mean, Troy Terry's my guy. I mean, I will make... I will not hide that. Troy Terry is my favorite player on the Ducks right now. Sorry, Trevor Zegras, but Troy Terry is my actual favorite player, aside from birthday twins. But, man, that was a sweet goal. Would it be out of bounds to say that was the best Ducks goal of this young season? No. In my opinion, I think it was, just because of the great individual effort from Troy Terry. And in the scope of the game itself, that was one that the Ducks needed, and that one brought the crowd back, it brought the fans, it brought the bench into it. They looked hyped. That made it 2-2. But also towards the end of the period, something else was a little bit off on that. And this has to do with Dallas Eakins once again. And I will talk much more about this a little bit later. Did you notice that Mason McTavish did not see a whole lot of ice time for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I noticed it. I noticed that Mason McTavish didn't see a whole lot of ice time the final six minutes of the period. In fact, the first period, he had eight shifts. The second period, he had only four shifts. And, you know, his last shift was at about six minutes left. After that, no ice time whatsoever. And then third period, he only saw four shifts again. This is Dallas Eakins kind of up to his old tricks again. And if any player understands that, it's Trevor Zegras. Trevor Zegras has seen this before. Trevor Zegras was benched for entire periods at a time back in 2020. This is not a good trend if you're a Ducks fan and honestly this has got to be damaging to his I guess psyche you know you can't build a player's confidence by benching him you just can't and I think McTavish can be put in a better place to succeed this isn't it so that's my quick thought on that Uh, Tampa Bay did score two more goals in the third period and that's how the game ended 4-2 final score. Tampa Bay, Brandon Hagel, Nicholas Paul scored the last two goals of the game. 
four to two. <sighs> six games in a row. The Ducks have lost six games in a row. They are one five and one. Still good enough for second to last place in the entire National Hockey League. The season is a marathon, not a sprint, but they're starting to lag back. They are 31st out of 32nd in this marathon. They at least need to get back into the pack if they're going to have any chance of making some noise this season. They've got to do something fast. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. You have the NBA, the NHL, NFL, baseball's dead to us, and you have MMA, boxing, horse racing, all kinds of other sports. So if you want to check out the latest lines, use your mobile device or laptop and head over to betonline.net. BetOnline is where the game starts, and BetOnline is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, folks... Gamble responsibly. Well, welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. Let's talk about some more good. And that's Trevor Zegris and Troy Terry. This particular game, by the way, it was majority Max Comtois with those two, not Adam Henrique. And to be honest, I kind of like Max on that line with them. I think Max Comtois is a good kind of complimentary piece. Give that line a little bit more bite. And Max Comtois, as, as we've seen in the past, look, Comtois is not afraid to get in any scraps whatsoever. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. And I, I I just think he fits that role. I also want to keep in mind that Max Comtois did lead the team in scoring a couple of seasons ago. We know that Max Comtois can be an explosive goal scorer and put points on the board when pressed into action. So, to be honest, I think that's a pretty good line. It's pretty solid. And also gives them slightly more depth defensively. Max Comtois is a decent defender. And I think we'd see less of one of those guys getting burned on the defensive end. So I I like it a lot. I like Comtois there. That to me is the one big silver lining. The line that did not look good. Well, I mean, there was a couple of them that did not look good. Uh, Max Jones. Max Jones had an awful game. Just having shots go right through him. Max Jones has got to be careful the next few games. Otherwise, he will find himself right in the pine. Maybe this is a residue of him coming back from injury. But I would think he's 100%. He's just struggling to find his spots right now. And that's unfortunate. Because, look, I like Max Jones. I like Max Jones in the role he has with the Anaheim Ducks. Isaac Lundestrom, I think, has been a little bit misused this year. But, I mean, he hasn't looked bad. 
Brett Leeson, another guy that I think could fill a role on this team. Putting Max Jones with Stroman Vetrano, I thought was okay for him. Look, Stroman Vetrano are going to do the thing. They are good guys to have. And it was interesting seeing Max Jones in that role once Mason McTavish got benched. We also saw a little bit less of Derek Grant and Jakob Silferberg in this game. And Grant and Silfie, that's another pair that have been struggling at times. I think Comtois Zegers Terry works. And maybe put Henrik with Stroman Vetrano instead of Henrik with Derek Grant and Jakob Silferberg. Because I don't I don't think that line works. It felt a little weird to me. Even when I saw the lineups, I went, oh, Dallas Eakins is trying to like Well, there's there's an old saying. You throw crap on the wall and see what sticks. I don't think this all completely stuck, but he just went like, here you go. Whoop. You know, fart sound. There you go. Another loss, and that's six in a row for the Ducks. That that begs the question. When are they going to get their next win? When can we possibly expect the Ducks to get another win? I'm going to be honest. I don't think it's going to be against the Vegas Golden Knights. First off, it's a weird start time. It's a 3 p.m. start. Which means that our last show of the week is going to be Friday after the Vegas Golden Knights game. So we're going to have a little bit of a post-game, a post-mortem. It's a 3 p.m. start. Let me repeat that. It's a 3 p.m. start time in Las Vegas. I'm still not sure why it's a 3 p.m. start, but let's just roll with it. So 3 o'clock at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. We'll see where the Ducks go, but I don't think they get that next win in Vegas. Toronto? Toronto's playing pretty pissed off recently. And not just based on watching the latest Steve Dangle videos. I mean, Steve Dangle is slowly becoming unhinged already. And we're still in October. Toronto has struggled a little bit this season. I have a feeling they're going to come into this weekend's games just pissed off. I really think that Toronto is going to try their best against the Kings. But the Kings are also going to enter their own game super pissed off. So I do think the Kings are going to be more pissed off on this one. And I would think the Kings would be victorious against Toronto. And then they would come into Anaheim, much like Tampa Bay did. And they say, no, F this. We're going to beat this lowly team. So maybe the Ducks get their first or their next victory against San Jose or Vancouver. Those are the games I'm looking at that the Ducks need to win. And if they cannot win all three of those games that week, then I might start to load the the tank bus. I'm starting to get people on the tank. That's how it is. All right. We got one more segment left. We're going to go around the NHL once again. And we'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of 
the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in once again with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And quick shout out, by the way, a quick shout out to my buddy, best friend, my amigo, Paul Fernando. If if you've seen him online, he's at Borscht28. It's his birthday. So birthday's on October 28th, another trip around the sun. So just want to give a quick shout out. Happy birthday, Paul. All right. So let's go around the league a little bit because as of now, you may have noticed that if you're watching on video, it looks a little different now than it did earlier. That's because I'm just returning from Staples Center. It it wasn't good. Kings lost. All right, fine. They, They lost again. I shouldn't say again because they beat Tampa Bay. They lost against Winnipeg. But that's not the game I'm more focused on. There's a couple of games that I really had my eye on. And one of them took place up in Seattle. So you're probably asking yourself, why the hell would you consider that game? Well, first off, there were some power play goals. The only two teams worse on PK than the Ducks are Seattle and Vancouver. So imagine my surprise when I saw the Seattle-Vancouver score and, you know, Vancouver actually won 5-4. to four. Imagine my surprise when I saw that each team allowed a power play goal on either side. <gasps> Shocker! Not really. So imagine my surprise. The Canucks won that game. The Canucks now have four points on the season. Which means, Ducks fans, that as of this recording... You know, I don't want you to see my face when I say this. I don't I don't want to look at you guys when I say this because it's disappointing. Vancouver now has four points, which now means, as of this recording, the team with the worst record in the National Hockey League. And I know it's still early. I know we're only two weeks in. But the Anaheim Ducks, as of right now, have the worst record in the National Hockey League. Three points. Three That's it. They need to win one of these last two games. They need to. Otherwise, it's going to be more than a world of hurt. I mean, I I, I can't believe we're already at this point. I had high hopes. I mean, I could pull my hair out. That's how bad it is. Let me just share this with you. (sighs) The Anaheim Ducks, with three points have the worst points percentage as of right now. If they lose their next two games, they could have by far the worst. Also, the worst goal differential belongs to the Anaheim Ducks, a minus 16. It, it's it's not looking that fun in Ducksland, especially considering how high of hopes we had. I had Anaheim realistically being around 5th in the division this season, That's where I had them. Right now, it's Vegas, Calgary, Edmonton, then Seattle, then the Kings. They're tied. Then San Jose, who were supposed to be really crappy. And then Vancouver, Anaheim are way in the bottom. This is is painful. This, This hurts. This hurts a lot. Just a couple other bizarre scores. So the Jets beat the Kings 6 to 4. The Kings had 44 shots on goal. Winnipeg had 19. There were some stupid goals in that game. Jonathan Quick did not look good. 
age is starting to rear its ugly head. Another game that I have to mention, I think this one's worse for Florida. Because at least Winnipeg is a decent enough team, and they're in the wild card right now. So the Kings can't be too upset about that one. But if you're a Florida Panthers fan, you got to be a little bit pissed off. Because Florida just lost to the surprising Philadelphia Flyers. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of people had Philadelphia being amongst the bottom five teams in the NHL. Right now, they are first in the Metropolitan Division. Let me repeat that. The Philadelphia Flyers are first place in the Metropolitan Division. They beat up on Florida 4-3 at the not-so-spectrum. But that's not the stupid thing. Philly only had 22 shots. Florida shot the puck 51 times. This was just Carter Hart's game. That was a cool one for him. 48 saves. But man, if you're Florida, you are seething after that one. Seething so much. And, you know, those are the two games that I wanted to highlight, or three games that I wanted to highlight the most. Oh, and by the way, Toronto lost up in San Jose. San Jose beat Toronto in San Jose. Toronto's going to come into Staples Center pissed off. The Kings are going to come into that game pissed off. Toronto's going to be so pissed off, they're going to try to take it out on the Kings. And if that doesn't work, they're really going to take it out on the Anaheim Ducks. So, just want to warn you guys now. They might end up either 1-6-2 or 1-7-1 to end the month. So, I'll talk more about the Vegas game after tomorrow. But as of right now, 1-5-1. Next game at T-Mobile. Then the following game, Dia de los Muertos Night at the Ponda against the Maple Leafs. Please beat the Leaf Blowers. All right, that's going to do it for this quick show. Once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks if you want to email me. Locked on Anaheim Ducks at gmail.com. And for those of you that missed it, it was also Goals Thursday. So please make sure to check out the YouTube video or check out the audio side. If you're on the audio side, listen to the audio side. If you're on the video side, check out the video side as well. I talk about Jacob Perot quite a bit on that last goals video. So it's worth checking out, especially if you're a Ducks fan looking to figure out who could be the next one up. It could be Grimaldi, could be Perot, could be Braden Tracy. I talk about him a lot too. So I encourage you all to check out the latest goals Thursday episode if you have not already. And thanks for making this your first listen. Go ahead and make Locked On NHL your second listen of the night. Once again, Thank you all so much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day, night, afternoon, morning. Please be sure to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. <laughs>